for everybody. They're great jeans. Yeah. Well, I have to try them. You have to. <laughs> they're really, they're really good. Will they fit this COVID? Yes. Okay. Yes, they will. <laughs> yeah, Just thought I would ask. They fit this COVID. <laughs> okay. Okay, if they fit three, no, two COVID butts, <laughs> we'll be fine. Yeah, she's, she's acting yeah, like she got some behind. And when you get finished with those jeans and decide you don't like them, give them to me, I'm going to make two pairs. Oh, All right. Oh, 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 Barbara. Okay, so now we don't like you. What's the matter? Wait, 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 wait. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. When Sarah Haynes and uh, Jill Biden wore that dress already on yeah. TV. That's yeah. not true. Now where's proper Walters? <laughs> Now, now what's up? Whoopi's face. First off, I mean, Whoopi's, Whoopi's face. face. Wait a minute. Now hold on. Now, Not wait. on my show. Now wait a minute now. Now if you want to play that somewhere, wait, you, and you might talk to them shark tape <laughs> people you know, whoa, any kind of way, but you're whoa, not going to do whoa. this on The View. No. And, and, and I, I must say, Anna Navarro is... Uh, she's becoming a hey, favorite. Clearly. They she's really, becoming a I favorite. See, like, I need to see because... They really need to make her a, a full permanent hoe. Yes. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. She had Whoopi's back for all of y'all. Yeah, she said no, no. What y'all not about to do is play with Whoopi Goldberg <laughs> because that dress has been on TV twice she already. She said, "Honey," and yeah, and then ripped up the card. She said, <laughs> "Joe Biden and Sarah Haynes both wore that dress." So how? <laughs> now what? Now what? Now with Barbara? Oh my gosh! No, that was so. Perfect. We have to talk about that. We have to talk about Barbara uh, Corcoran's. Uh, yes comments on the view yes. uh, we have to talk a little bit about music uh there's uh mama Ruth done came out with a song child mm. um it's national coming out day today oh. uh, uh the episode so we're gonna do something about that and spill we're also gonna talk about sage steel no relation oh, but i have something child, yeah, to you say made that very clear um and what happened to facebook this past week child instagram mark What's no, going on? What, what, what's going on? Mark Zuckerberg, let's get the people together. Yeah, let's talk okay, about so all of that. Okay, so we have all of that to get to. Let's go ahead and start the show. Episode of Cold Pop. It's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And do we have some things to talk about this week? Yes. Okay, some I mean, good topics. Yeah, we really, first off, Ooh. let's get into what the week was like for both of us. Okay. So I'll okay. let you go no, first. You, I, go I ahead. feel like I always go first. You go first. That's not true, but okay. Go um, we're going to go into it. Just um, it was a little it. it was a little crazy for me this week just with uh, I had people in town and I was working and so I felt like I was just kind of stretched in all places. I know mm -hmm. there was a reach out from our friend group to meet earlier in the week to like do meet up for dinner. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I was given I don't know you could I, you know I think y'all could sense my energy through the phone. Yeah. Because you then reached out to me privately and was like, um, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, what is Because I, I can't remember what I put in the You were just like, like, you know what? I can't what? go. Just count me out of anything, everything <laughs> week. for the whole week. Okay. It was not that dramatic. It but it was. basically it was, was. Those were the vibes. I will agree and say that those were the vibes of the little text. Because it was like peak being of, like the peak of being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. um, so just trying to get through that but i have a long weekend and so i'm really excited um to just kind of rest relax good, recharge good. yeah good, good, good. um what have you been watching in well, that time well so this was a big week um in housewives land yes oh, um, a huge, oh we're gonna talk about that yeah so it was a big it was a big week <laughs> yes. uh, with that and then so we had potomac with a the salad tossing episode Jesus. um of the season and there was a brand new housewife that I think should be immediately brought into the cast mm -hmm. um, for next season, and that is G Money um, <laughs> Gordon. So Gordon, who is Mia Thornton's um, husband, husband, uh, really showed his ass um, on the couple's trip. Um, uh -huh. So we got a lot of great quotes and bits uh, from him, um, and then 
I think, you know, to kind of cap it all off, we ended with Candace and Mia's eruption. What has kind of been building yeah, um, all of that. So it was okay. a good week. Beverly Hills season finale was meh, but we're all excited about this, this reunion that's going to be four parts. So getting ready for that. Um, I did watch something else. What? So I was, I had a little bit of time um, this morning actually to watch Diana the Musical on Netflix. We okay. talked about this on the show a while back about Diana the Musical. And oh kind yes, of on all of that. Yes. So I watched the show. It's now available. Oh, it is on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What did um, you think? Hmm. I don't. I didn't think it was going to be that good based on the trailer yeah. I saw. Um, I felt like, and this is no shade. I felt like this was um, written in one of those like twenty-four hour playwriting festivals. <laughs> Maybe it was, I, and you know what? And <laughs> Maybe if that's, it was. and if it was, that's okay. And you know what? They, and what they got it? What was, that it was, was on it Netflix. Was, they got it, and Netflix. that's okay. But it was just—I mean—the the level of number one. I think my first issue with this is I expected this to be all about Diana. This was the musical about Diana and Prince um, Andrew. No, 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 not Andrew. Charles. Prince Charles. Um, it was about their marriage. That's basically what it was. Oh, it started okay. at their marriage. It bas- the show basically ended at their marriage. Okay. We didn't. We never hear about Diana's um, dad. Mm-hmm. Mama's mentioned a couple of times, and then there's they had one character to to play her sister, but after like outside of that, it was not really about Diana at mm-hmm. all. The the songs and like some of the choices that they did and think things they chose to focus on really, I don't know. I, I didn't fully get it and it kind of struck a chord of the way I interpreted it is, is that you know this 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 uh this woman who was using fashion and clothes and her notoriety as her power um, and. I don't. I mean, I guess to some extent that's true, but there was just maybe a little bit too much playing on that, and not enough on um, the journey of her kind of finding herself and being more um, independent and being, you know, gaining the confidence to kind of strike out and move on mm-hmm. um, in a very public way, um, as you know, quote unquote, the people's princess. Um, the <laughs> like I said, I think it was written at twenty four hours. There was literally a lyric. In one of the songs, that's what I get from marrying a Scorpio. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, yeah. So I, I would not. Think I have any interest. No, in no, no. I would not recommend watching mm-hmm. this. I've I've really given you um, as All much. All that I need to know. Yeah, and it was, it was just weird. No, it was like, and th- there was so much focus on the Queen as well. Like yeah. the Queen had one of like I'll to me the some crown of the. She had one that. of like the most moving um, ballads of the entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like it was self-serving. And I don't, like, whoever wrote this wanted to just focus on certain pieces that I think that they enjoyed most about Diana. And not necessarily on who she was. Right. Um, so, yeah. Right. That's my, that is my quick um, review of Diana the Musical. Two thumbs? What do you give Child, that's a flat. Flat. Okay. It's hell. <laughs> Anything else? No, no, no. What about you? Uh, so my week has just been continually hectic. Um, work is really a lot right now. Um, th- there's a lot going on. So um, this is keeping me busy. I think uh, I don't know. I mean, besides that, I've got I've gotten a chance to watch some things, but I okay. also need to I need to get it together with Potomac because I let Potomac slip for a moment here. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about why it is you really want to be caught up with Potomac but we'll we'll, we'll get to that but okay what else have you been watching um so what I did get a chance to watch I watched the first Wonder Years did you get a chance I've seen of the first two episodes yeah um what did you think I enjoyed it I think that ABC is very smart and is doing something kind of in a way to um I feel like people of color are in the room over at ABC. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that is very clear with the type of programming that they've been able to produce. Mm-hmm. Um, say what you want. Blackish was a really great show. 
um, and had a lot of success and had a lot of eyes had on it. And I think the Wonder Years has the um, it has the opportunity to be able to feel that as Black is kind of you know sunsetting yeah, and ending. Leaving, yeah. I think that the Wonder Years has. I think it's it was set to kind to of kind replace of that. Over. Yeah, and um, I think that show. I really enjoy. A lot of it, I think it's done well. It feels much. It feels very lived in. It feels like mm-hmm. people of color are in the writers' room directing and doing certain things like that. Um, Saikon Simbla, who plays the mom, mm-hmm. I, I it's been really cool to watch her like journey. She, I think she was like one of the first black alphabas on Wicked mm-hmm. on, on Broadway. I think so yeah, and she, it's just been cool to just see her like rise and like now be in this space. And she was also in Aretha. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. I, I agree. I watched the first episode and I was like, yeah, I, I see it. I think there, I think this is the type of the, the type of show that I can't just pick up at any time and watch. I have to make sure that I'm like in the right mindset to kind of watch a show like this for me. Just because this, all of the things have it's a very, like you well, said. Well, I'll very say this. I mean, yeah, it's a very so lived on experience. The, so heavy the, things that come so the pilot of the episode takes place on April fourth, nineteen sixty eight, yes. which is the, the day that MLK was Jr. assassinated. Um, and so that, oh, it, it grounds you immediately as it starts. And yeah, so, because like, well, no, you are learning about life. the family, and you see that there are there's three children in the family, but only two are in the household. And then we learn that the brother is over in Vietnam, and we find that out very early. So that already immediately kind of grounds you yeah. where you're at um, in '68. And then there are a couple of experiences that then kind of ground you to, oh, these people are in the South, mm-hmm. um, and kind of talking about the ending the beginning of integration in the schools mm-hmm. and then of course towards the end of the pilot we we learned that that's what um what what the big what the big yeah. aha of of that show, of that um episode was which was the assassination and so uh I, i'm really excited i think so in the first two episodes we get a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. um it gives me a more dramatic or serious everybody hates chris yeah yeah boom that's exactly it like it has that it's definitely that same vibe it's that for the masses but not in a way that dilutes the black experience at at all yeah stay out of grown folks business (laughs) who are you talking to have you lost your have you lost your natural mind what like some of the just like some of those like moments um and yeah it was yeah i think it was done really well okay okay i'll continue watching um so i've been watching that i have not as of this recording but by the time this airs i will have i have not watched the what if season finale so i can't speak on it but i will be watching it what i (laughs) okay why would you okay you just wanted to make that announcement make that announcement okay so much and then lastly, we're here premieres today. Yeah. And that is super exciting. Yeah, I am good. so looking forward to this show. I absolutely think that they will win several Emmys off of this season. Let's hope. I, I, we I'm can only hope. I mean, they, I think they came very close this year. They had yeah. some really amazing. I'm calling. Um, they're going to They had win some really amazing moments Emmys. on that show in its very first season. And yeah. I think um, they'll be able to kind of fine-tune or make, you know, make little edits that they yeah. want to even make this season they better. They look great, you know, first off. Well, and yeah. then I'm sure the stories are going, because I loved the stories last time. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that, that premiere today. And ironically, now that you just let me know, they decided to premiere on National Coming Out Day. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, that's so... <laughs> you, listen, that's that's, so cool. Uh, all the work is, I love listen, it. all you, the work. I better work behind the scenes. Yeah. So, but this is how you start to make yeah. pride more of a a thing, a, a normalized a thing, and not necessarily yeah. just something concentrated throughout yeah. the month of June. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. So I'm definitely going to be watching that, uh, and that's it. So okay. Well, I think with that being said, let's get into. No, let's take a um, break and then come back. Okay. No, we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. Um, let's. I just want to get into uh one final Uh-oh. quick little piece what um so this squid game have you heard anything oh, about this yeah 
Okay, I am a little nervous um, to begin. <laughs> I'm supposed to be starting it tonight. Okay. But there is a lot of... This is like supposed to be like Hunger Games on 1 million. So JLT was obsessed with it. And he's just trying to get me and to watch. it's the most watched thing. And I just didn't really care. I like I had watched it, but I like an episode or the, it saw like the trailer or something. It was just whatever to me. But JLT was just that... Yeah, not feeling it. Or I well, was into it and I wasn't feeling it, so. Well, this is the thing. So, what they're saying is, is that because of its, um, because of its popularity, it's literally the most, oh, it's yeah. more watched than oh, yeah. any. Yes. This is like Netflix's like Facts. biggest, pro- like outside of The Crown. Yes. All of, I mean, when it's you think about it's Black, it's just show, like. And so you have which is, more than just the American audience watching this. True, true, true. So, again, um, it's huge numbers. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm happy to see it. I, I, I'm i really excited about it. Um, I hope that I feel it. Um, I just think it's. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's kind of. And maybe I'll go back at some point. But I, right now, I just didn't peak my fancy. But it literally came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, we had not heard anything about... I had not heard anything about I'm this. Not, yeah. so. I just saw it on... I think I saw it on Twitter one day or something. Some people were talking about it. Yeah. Well, okay. Anyway, okay. let's 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 get into the break. Yes. And, and then we'll come back with um, Blue Chat. Hey, everybody. We're back and it is time for our most beloved segment of this podcast, Woo Child. This is the part of the show where Marcus and I go over the top pop culture moments of the week, things that made us say, Woo Child. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. Let's go. Um, Can I- Marcus, you, you go first. Yeah. Okay. Because I just want to get this out of the way. I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, do you know who Sage Still is? Sage Still wasn't Sage Still um, like a news ESPN kind of. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was <laughs> key. That's the key word. So was was. Well, was. this is the thing about Baby Girl. I th- first uh, off, Sage is gorgeous. Yeah, she is gorgeous. She is. Um, and I, I, I mean. So, okay. Go ahead. I'm going to read this from NPR. You know, they're one of my faves. Uh, And this is about sports anchor Stage Steel is off the air at ESPN after she called vaccine mandates sick and scary and questioned why former President Barack Obama identifies as black, even though he was raised by his white mother. Steele made the comments last week on the podcast Uncut with Jay Cutler and her removal from the air was reported by front office sports in his statement the network said at espn we embrace different points of view dialogue and discussion makes the place great that said we expect that those points or points of view be expressed respectfully in a manner consistent with our values blah 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 you know what are your thoughts i i i have a thought about this um and (laughs) I have, a, I do have a thought about this, um, and it's not going to be probably what you agree with or what most people would think. Okay. Um, I think Sage still knows exactly what she's doing, and I think she is using the notoriety and the <gasps> gasp to help build her name and make a, and make herself a larger, um, a, a larger presence than than what she already is. That is what I believe. I believe that she she is not a dummy, and she has experience in media, and she knows mm-hmm. she knows exactly how we consume media, what clicks, and what people are drawn to. And so, it's my belief that this is calculated. So it's very interesting that you say that, and this is why I think we are always of the same wavelength here. I too agree with that because I was doing some sleuthing around while I was mm-hmm. through d- dipping and diving through Twitter, and the rumor is is that she has been auditioning to join Fox News. There we go. And so you gotta you gotta start making these. Yeah, you have like you gotta start the rumor mills gotta start going. Yeah, I, that's why allegedly the she has been courting and the. Looking for a spot I can in understand Fox it. News, and it makes sense. And the Fox it News makes sense, up. and so so then it all falls I, in the place. Yeah. So how do I get the clicks up? So how do I get people googling my name? 
And so um, it's kind of like you can't even take these comments seriously because right. look at girl, look at what you're doing. <laughs> now, I mean, let's with all that being said, what a way to leap out there. You're a dummy. Way, what a way. I mean, the big biggest leap of 2021. <laughs> Sage, oh my gosh! You're a dummy. To come, I mean, to come for someone who is kind of as regarded by the public as the Obamas, like that is that is what that is a way to really step out there. And so it's also being said that like Sage does not necessarily. So she's married to a white man and has uh, these mixed babies or whatever these mixed. Boys. Okay, so I didn't know that. Okay, um, so yeah, look at the pictures. Uh, and I guess there there is talk out there again, also alleged. I'm just streets are talking, and apparently she uh, doesn't necessarily identify as black. I guess okay. or well, so transracial. I, I don't know, which is an actual thing. I'm sure it is, but I don't know if that's what she transracial is. As I mean, or... it's it's definitely a thing, and and what I can and I will try my best to kind of describe what transracial is but it can be the belief that because let's say that you may be a certain race but because you didn't grow up in that experience that it's harder to identify um with that so like let's say someone who was adopted from another country and raised entirely by a white family white town no you know what i'm saying like had has no um has no connection uh, to the to their to their actual race, um, it can be really it can be really tough. Here's her family. Let's see. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's her. That's her family. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, seeing these all of these little um, little light skinned babies. I mean, yeah. But it's definitely, I mean, it's definitely a thing. And I don't want to disregard that if that's right. what she's, if that is her experience. I don't but know that to be true. It's so. just, I mean, it's definitely a thing that's out there. Uh, she saw, She also said uh, young female journalists bear some responsibility for preventing any harassment they may face in the male-dominated world of professional sports. When you dress like that, I'm not saying you deserve the gross comments, but you know what you're doing when you're putting that outfit on, too. Yeah, this girl knows. This girl is is very smart, and she knows what she knows exactly what so she's we doing. We agree that we think mm-hmm. this is all calculated. I think it's calculated. Okay, well, case closed. <laughs> we can move on. We can move on. Case and, closed. I mean, what's what I'm challenging <laughs> about is that is is that things it's gotten that you hard. You chose that way to jump out the it's window. It's gotten that hard. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. you really jumped out the window. You must need that check. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The check needs to clear. <laughs> so I want to quickly talk about and get your thoughts on um, Kanye West's recent venture in building Donda Academy. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Kanye West is now uh, getting into the field of education, or I shouldn't say getting into the field, but taking a deeper dive in the field of education, um, and is planning to open a school in California. Um, this is, I mean, he's definitely building a couple of things. While he's building a school, he's also, they're doing admissions. They're taking applications now. He's also recruiting basketball players um, because it's going to have some type of uh, basketball element to it. Very similar to um, LeBron James, mm-hmm. LeBron James school that he, right. that he built. Right. Um, I don't know exactly if I'm on board um, I'm looking at the website right now. It's <laughs> I can I, what I can tell you um, from looking at the what website. I know for sure um, is Hold that on, this is not a school website. that I would want to go to. Um, so it's donda.world/mission. Um, this is the website. Oh, wait, you said uh, was it in the article? Um, it, yes, it should be. But that's, I mean, literally, literally. That's it? No, well, it has like a, so if you'll go and okay, you can wait. explore it for yourself, wait, but wait, wait, wait. it's so, <laughs> it's so interesting. I'm, I'm, I don't know what these kids are going to be learning, but Kanye has described it as they will be receiving a world-class education. And I'm not necessarily sure, but from some of the things that Kanye has said in the press before, 
I'm a little nervous who's going to be doing social studies. This says Donda Academy finding the intersection between faith and the innovation of the future. Donda Academy is focused on equipping students with an education that will last in the ever-changing world. Admission. Do you see the application? I'm looking. <laughs> and I shouldn't laugh because, no, there are people that are already applying and excited about going. Um, and I shouldn't laugh because I, we, don't know. we don't you know. You have to be able to fill this out. Baby. If you can't fill this application out, baby, you can't enroll what in school. Now, what I'm going to tell you is that. What is this? What these little babies don't know is that they're applying for Squid Game. <laughs> Real life Squid Game. What is this? Listen, I'm not sure, but this definitely made me say, Woo child. Oh, save Lord, the children. Lord. Save the children. Lord. All right, let's also talk about something else happened this week. Um, where did Facebook and Instagram go? Baby, when I tell you, it kept, it would not reload. I said, <laughs> let me check my, did I pay my bill? <laughs> right, is my, is my Wi Fi on? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Wait one second. So what was it on Monday or Tuesday? It was... Uh, I can't remember. I think but maybe Monday of this past week, Facebook and Instagram. Twice. The whole day. No, it went down twice. It went down a little bit um, the other day too. Oh, really? Yes. Well, twice. No, one of the days they were down for the entire day. Yeah. It was what? Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger. Uh, yeah. All out. So what? I, I mean... <laughs> All the memes of people going to Twitter <laughs> were hilarious. Oh, um, right. So, right. I don't know. I had a couple of favorites. <laughs> where it was like trying to remember your the uh, forget password button on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And it was the gif of uh, uh, <laughs> um, old boy from Atlanta. It was like, I know I didn't who I think it is. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, but there was, yeah, there was a lot going on. I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure uh, what's going on over there in the game, but... Let, too many people working from home. <laughs> There's too many people working from home. Get y'all asses back in Shut the office up. over there. No. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. The, I know. Listen, the, I know. Apparently, there is a disruption in service caused by some back-end coding issue or something like that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they were down for the whole, the whole day, practically. And so... But I guess service is back up and running now. But I just wanted to mention no, that. No, everything is like, definitely up. But it was twice. It was twice this week that they went down. One, um, one was uh, recorded for seven hours. So yeah, before yeah. they got it back up. But yeah, Ooh, child. All right, what else you got? Okay, well, I want to talk talk about the clip that we opened with. Oh, um, so let, on yeah. this week's yeah. view, let's. Um, which is so funny that I'm now like kind of getting into the view a little bit. My barber watches the view. And really? I've been getting some like morning haircuts, and so like <laughs> he be talking to me about the view, and I'm like, I like kind of keep up because I'll watch like the little YouTube clips or something. But anyway, we had plenty to talk about this week because on this week of the view, they had the cast of the Shark Tank yes. as kind of like guests, and at one point during the clip, as you heard, uh, they are start they start to talk about the first black. Um, female judge that will mm -hmm. be coming on Shark Tank, and it's like a big thing. But she's the CEO of a jean company, and they're talking about it's how like great a plus this. Size jean yeah, company. so it's like yeah. a, it's like a jeans to fit all sizes and yeah. you know body positivity and things like that. And yeah. so Whoopi makes like, she's kind of makes like a little joke. She's like, well, will they fit this COVID butt? Um, which you know people kind of laugh and hawk it up, and then. Barbara Corcoran, who is well, the... Well, no, Ana Navarro, she was like, well, they fit this COVID Yeah, she said, well, they fit this COVID and bud. Like, okay, and there's well, like, we'll yeah. Fit too, and, and so then, then, like, so then Barbara comes and is like, you know, just I think she just wanted to get in. She wanted to be Jess, okay. you know. As the, this as, is what happened. You know what? This is what I'm saying. trying to get in. I was really trying to get into the mind. I'm like, girl, what would make you yeah, jump? With, yeah. You really jumped out the window here. <laughs> like, this is what so happens she when gets you want to get in. And she just wanted to kind of, she was like, I can do this too. And throws out, well, Whoopi, when you're done with those jeans, send them my way. And I can okay. make two, two pairs out of them. At which the, the whole, whole table, the whole table, as well as, as the, the crowd, audience. you can hear the Ooh. audience as well, being like, "Ooh," because <laughs> Whippy did a quick said, one take of "Wait, bitch, not on my show." <laughs> Are you doing this on my show? <laughs> the face Whippy made, I was like, "I know that's right." So I mean, you. So she definitely has 
a she definitely has like a physical reaction and you yeah. can see it in her face and I think Barbara at that time immediately knew where she fucked up yeah, and, but then Anna my, when my keeping girl, it real goes wrong and then my girl Anna swoops in and before said, yeah. Barbara could even say anything Anna <laughs> Navarro swoops in and was like bloop and that's why Jill Biden and Sarah Haynes both had that dress <laughs> already on tel- television and then rips <laughs> up the car I said <laughs> boom I said and that's <laughs> And that's how you clear a bitch. <laughs> Barbara, that's not true, girl. Yes, it yes, is. It is. <laughs> it is true. And Anna is becoming a favorite. She, I mean, she yeah. knows the. She know what are the what are the kids call it these days? With um, what? She knows the assignment. Yeah, that's she knows the assignment. Saying. Yeah, <laughs> you are so old. Yeah, okay, I am. but that's it's like I, I think it's it's twofold, right? So yeah. like number one. Um, it's great to see like the two um, the two panelists of color kind of like having this like immediate yeah Respo- like yeah well, like, no, I got and, not, and not excluding Sunny but like them being able to be like girl I got you and yeah. like I'm not gonna yeah. she, she, this white bitch ain't gonna come up here and play <laughs> yeah, yeah, on this fucking us. on this fucking show <laughs> and you look Barbara you should have just, just sat there and ate Barbara, your food Barbara please you're right <laughs> Barbara, please. please. Yeah, because yeah, she had the wrong one that day immediately. Barbara took to Instagram. I mean, she went back to Instagram to do a uh, very low volume apology. (laughs) Was it me or was that volume low as hell? I was like, girl, I can't even hear you. What are you trying to say? Are you saying sorry? Um, But she, you know, damn whispering. But she went to say, you know, she apologized, and Whoopi is a friend of hers, and she took a joke too far, and if she offended anyone, that whole thing. But, you know, come on. We can't talk about body positivity CEO coming on and then you make a fat joke. Like, how does that work? How, like, what kind of message do we send with that, mama? Like, come on. So, definitely a Wu Chow moment of the... That's, that's the top Wu Chow moment of that's the week. That's so funny. Okay, I have one more as well. So, we've got some good Wu Chows this week. All right. This is the conversation happening all over the internet this week. Okay. We are going to talk about the wedding photographer. (laughs) Okay. Have you heard about this? I've definitely heard about it. Um, It's funny because when I hear the words wedding photographer, I don't think about this experience. Mm -hmm. I think about an experience that you and I were both at and attending a wedding of a dear friend of ours. Mm -hmm. And do you remember the wedding photographer moment that happened, this was an outside wedding, and there was a setup already of a tripod, yes. and the wind had yes. blown over the camera that was setting on the tripod. The problem with this was, you know, any other day, not a big deal, but for this photographer, it was a very big deal because the camera was very expensive. Um, while we are in the middle of the ceremony, yes, and that gust of wind comes, which I was, I was happy because it was hot, but was we hot. then heard... And a huge expletive. Like, oh, fuck. Like, in the middle. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. It was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always think I about think that photography bro- store. He broke, and his, I, he broke his camera, too. He broke he? his camera, and it was just like, but completely the wrong place. I, I can't remember if we were doing prayer or if they were doing yeah, their vows. it was vows. a very quiet moment. Yeah. It was like, it was either prayer or vows. It was one of those two. Yeah. And so I always think about that wedding photographer moment, <laughs> which already is a strike against... <laughs> Wedding photographers and how they come, but I think I'm in. Oh boy, I think I'm in this wedding photographer's side. I think so. It's a woman. Oh, it's a woman. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So I'm just gonna read. Okay. I'm gonna read. We're gonna we're gonna go on this journey together, guys. So just stay with us. So this is from Reddit, but if you've ever followed a Twitter account called AITA, AITA, am I the asshole? You should. It is. Yes, they have some very good like submissions of people asking and they are wild (laughs) like wild i tell you you have to read some of them and so this is on reddit but it's an aita and am i the asshole and it goes am i the asshole for deleting my friend's wedding photos in front of them i'm not really a photographer i'm a dog groomer i take lots of photos of dogs all day to put on my facebook and instagram it's my thing if that makes sense A cut and a photo with every appointment. I very seldom shoot things other than dogs, even if I have a nice setup. A friend got married a few days ago, and wanting to save money, I asked if 
asked if I'd shoot it for them. I told him it's not really my forte, but he convinced me by saying he didn't care if they were, they were perfect. They were on a shoestring budget, and I agreed to shoot it for $250. Remember that. Which is nothing yeah, no, for a 10-hour event. On the day of, I'm driving around following the bride as she goes from appointment to appointment before the ceremony, taking photos along the way. I shoot the ceremony itself, and during the reception, I'm shooting speeches and people mingling. I started around 11 a.m. and was due to finish around 7.30 p.m. Around 5 p.m., food is being served, and I was told I cannot stop to eat because I need to be photographer. In fact, they didn't save me a spot at any table. I'm getting tired and at the, this point kind of regretting doing this for next to nothing. It's also unbelievably hot. The venue is an old Veterans Legion and it's like 110 degrees Fahrenheit and there's no AC. I told the groom I need to take off for 20 minutes to get something to eat and drink. There's no open bar or anything. I can't even get water. They on a budget. And my two water bottles are long empty. He tells me I need to either be photographer or leave without pay. With the heat, being hungry, being generally annoyed at the circumstances, I asked if he was sure and he said yes. So I deleted all the photos I took in front of him and took off saying I'm not his photographer anymore. If I was to be paid $250, honestly, at that point, I would have paid $250 just for a glass of cold water and somewhere to sit for five minutes. Was I the asshole? They went right on their honeymoon and they've all been off social media, but a lot of people have been posting on their wall asking about photos with zero responses. No, I mean, at this in this situation, mm-hmm. there's a couple of things, right? Like, if you don't have the funds to really pay people what they should be paid, and I agree, like, you're on a budget, but you need to be able to be at least provide some type of you need to you, feed you need them. to you need to compensate in some type of you way you need to feed you need them. to feed them you need to do uh, like give Absolutely. them like give them a break or like okay well there's nothing coming up right now we're just eating we don't need peaches people right photos of people eating and like nor do people time. eating want photos of themselves right either. and so like take a break then like you do not have I mean come on but right. what I'm trying to figure out okay. Let me just say this. Let's say that you, um, as your own, your you know your your own business, mm-hmm. like there's a there's a way to govern yourself. You are, you are the boss. Why even ask to take a break? I would I would have fucking just left. taking a break. Okay. Well, she was being respectful. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess so. Like, is it okay? I mean, yeah. I but, guess. I mean, so... I, like, this, why just, like, go? Like... At this point, there was a, a best friend discount or a good friend discount. Two hundred. Because, number one, $250 is nothing for a wedding Okay, event, well, let me say this, Let me too. tell you that. Well, this, let me, well, let me play nothing. devil's advocate here. That's no money at but all. But you're also not a professional photographer. Which she made fully them yes. fully aware of before. But yeah, but like if you so, agree like if you agree to take that money, like knowing that I'm on a budget. But it's not about being like, a professional photographer. That's still your time. Like it's still, that's an it's entire still your time. Day. And it's it is and you still, still your have time. to take photos and be at all of these different places. Like, yeah, that's no, I get that. A I get that good amount of money. I get an that hour. piece. I'm just saying, like, if you agree to take that little money because you felt bad that they were on the budget right. or whatever yeah, like that. Yeah, that's on yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that's on them. You can't them. get mad at that. You can't get mad about Which that. I don't think she was. Yeah. I don't think she was mad. It was the fact that like, why would you not feed them? If now, you know I that think, you're only paying them $250. I think just walking away would have been fine. I think the deleting the photos is petty. And I would have done the same. <laughs> I would have well, done okay, the same. Well, okay, well, let's just delete these. Like okay, you're not gonna. What do you mean you're not gonna? Like what? I'm. Tr- I sit here trying to think. Like how would I react? Like why? What do you I mean, mean let's think. Let's think it through. Me. Like why would you not feed someone? Yeah, it's because like there's only a certain. They did it by the plate. Maybe the caterer was doing it by the plate. But at that point, like you could have figured something out. I yeah. I, you could have figured something out. Yeah. For these people, like, even if it couldn't, like, I understand because some caterers would, like, charge you by the plate of, like, well, these how many people had plates and they yeah. just were already at their budget or maybe over. And, but you have to figure, you have to, you have to treat people right, especially in this 
type of situation where they're doing you kind of a this is not a really favor, my thing i'm doing but i'm you doing, a favor. doing you a favor yeah, yeah. you're the one that needed the photos yeah you know even if it was to set up a what would you what do you want on that day and we'll order it for you at this time and you'll have it because we have already the contract with everybody else for the acts in the actual wedding that's fine but like feed them prepare like yeah i don't think that she was the asshole here i would have done the same thing or just and take your, I mean, like, or like take, I don't know if they had someone doing like video. Enough. Like, clear, what? <laughs> video? You barely, you, you paid a dog groomer to come take $250 to take photos at your wedding. You ain't got no money for no videographer. I think these people was really just strapped. You yeah, know, people very, extend clearly. themselves. They had an American Legion. Yeah, they were strapped for cash. So why even to try to have a wedding then? Have a civil union no, and you want, a party. I, mean, I don't know, but these people were clearly strapped. Especially I think, if you can't I think that it. this is what it comes down to. I think that they understood, like, yeah, I hope, I hope. That it wasn't on no like petty. You need to be doing this, or it's and like that's what it sounded like. Or it's like oh, I'm they were like, really no, you don't you. need this. You can't. You, that's what she said. Like they were on some. No, you can't be sitting around. You need to be taking photos. Yeah, y'all are crazy. You can't eat. No, we didn't save you a spot to eat. You didn't come here to eat. You came here to take I, photos. I, look, I would have ate in my lap. That's what it sounds. Okay, like. I would have pulled it in. I went to my. I ate in my car, <laughs> out of my lap. That's, if that's what it costs, like no, I don't need a seat at the table, baby. I give give me a but they didn't carry get out. No food, none. You can't even give me some bread that was on the table. Right, woo child. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all, right. all that I have. Okay, well, let's take a break, and then we will come back with our spill segment. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. We are back, and today is October 11th. It is National Coming Out Day. And um, for this spill segment, I wanted to do something closely related, <laughs> related to that. Wait, what? Oh, you're doing the background music. Okay. Thank you, Diana. Um, so, I first wanted to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, we've talked about our kind of comings out um, before, but, yes. you know, are there certain memories or certain instances that kind of come to your mind as, like, memorable moments? Either someone coming out to you or you coming out to someone. So, um, I th and we've discussed this before, but... I I didn't necessarily officially come out. I was just here. We're here. <laughs> I was just kind of here and like you pulled up. You just showed up with somebody. You I showed think up. Were... You showed up with a nigga on your arm and people were like, oh okay, <laughs> what? When? I think the only I think the only people I really had a conversation with were you, um, uh, one of our other mutual friends, uh, and then my brother, my family. Um, yeah. But, you know, those are all personal conversations. And then after that, I was living my life like this. You just didn't feel the need to do that. Mm -mm. And I think that that's like always like, mm -mm. you know, I feel like that's becoming more and more of a thing where people just don't feel the need or like yeah. it's just happened. It's just kind of, oh, you kind of find out just through like conversation and people getting to know each other. Yeah. But or, um, why would I care to? But it used to be a thing. I mean, it, it used to be a huge yeah. thing. And, you know, for me. There were many like little pockets of me coming out. You know me. I'm making yeah. announcements. I'm doing press releases yeah. and and all yes, full hour interviews. <laughs> um, which I mean, I always think about the Vegas trip and how. Yeah, that was my first thought. That was like my. Every, everybody got a one on one. I was a man on a mission. Um, we had did like a friend group trip to Vegas, and you know the reality TV star in me was like, I'm gonna create these scenes. Um, Gosh, that was to, so long to really though. share with people. Um, so always, always very, really, really interesting. But those are kind of my big, my big uh, memories from that. So, yeah. okay. well, in honor of National Coming Out Day, I wanted to quiz you, Marcus, mm -hmm. a little bit about some celebrities who have come out over the years. Let's do it. Um, so uh. how this is going to work is that I'm going to uh, read a little uh, clue about the celebrity, and then. What you will do is you'll let me know what celebrity I'm talking about. Okay. All right. So let's pull this up. We're going to call this coming out. 
again. No, we need a name for this. What can we call this? This is your segment. Let's call it coming um coming out game. <laughs> That's not good. Okay, so we're going to workshop the, the name. Coming out game. We're going to workshop the name um okay. of the game and if you're interested in that, please reach out to us on Instagram. Um but first up this female comedian came out on the cover of Time Magazine with the headline, Yep, I'm gay. Who is it? Is it Ellen? Ellen DeGeneres, yes. yes. Very good, very, very good. Yes, yes. yes. Alright, let's go to our next. This clause actor shocked the world when she announced herself as the new Mrs. Carol Denise Betts. Following her surprise wedding, she revealed to people that she and her wife had been friends since 2015 when she was still married to her ex-husband, Jay Tucker. Niecy Nash. Boom. Very good. Okay. You're doing well. You're doing well with this. Next. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the this former TV child doctor and current How I Met Your Mother womanizer. Neil Patrick Harris. All right. There we go. Okay. So you want, let me give you something a little bit tougher. I'm just answering questions. Okay, here we go. This Arrested Development star tells the advocate, believe me, I had a very, very long and difficult struggle with my sexuality. Yeah, got his ass. I know who she is, but I do not remember her name. uh, Five seconds. Put five seconds on the clock, Jane. I don't know her name because I don't, I'm not that, but I, I'm this right. And got your ass. I knew it. Why are you trying to be cute? Um, Portia De Rossi. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. It was right there and I couldn't think of her name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Back to the game. Here we go. Though she denies it wasn't a coming out, this rapper slash actress tells the audience at Long Beach Gay Pride that she was proud to be among her people and had been wanting to do this for a long time. Rapper slash actress. Uh, was it the brat? Uh, no. Wrong. Hold on. Eh, wrong. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Say, read it again. Uh, no, we're not. We're not doing no read reads. <laughs> oh, read this this rapper slash actress um, tells the audience at Long Beach Gay Pride that she was proud to be among my people and had been wanting to do this for a long time. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna be paying. I've, I've got one more answer. But go ahead. Is it MC Light? No. Why are you trying to be cute? <laughs> uh, Queen Latifah. But I see. I thought that okay. she didn't need to say anything. I. Okay, at a rally for same-sex marriage in Las Vegas, this new adventures of old Christine sidekick tells the crowd that she was gay, that she's gay, and that she wed her girlfriend three weeks earlier. Come on, you know this one. You want me to read it again? Yeah. At a rally for same-sex marriage in Las Vegas, this new adventures of old Christine sidekick told the crowd that she was gay and that she had wed her girlfriend three weeks earlier. So, the new adventures of old Christine, that's the one with uh, the girl from Veep, right? I can, sir, I cannot can confirm I? nor deny. <laughs> no, I cannot do all of that. Uh, now, uh-uh. You just need to, do- Marcus, this ain't for no money. Just guess. I mean, it's not Fortune Femster, is it? No. I don't know. Wanda Sykes. Uh, see, that's. Mm. Okay. All right. All right. Last one. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Did you know that the Thanksgiving episode of Master of None was inspired by this writer-director's own coming out story? Lena Waithe. Boom. All right. We got to end on a positive one. Yes. And so you did pretty well, though. I you you. I knew all of you. You rocked them out. Just. You rocked them out. Do you want to do one more bonus? No, we don't got to. No, we're going to do one more bonus. Okay. <laughs> this former Menudo singer came Ricky out on... Martin. Perfect. All okay. right. I just went... I had to keep that one. I thought it was too easy, yeah. but I love it. And... Um, that was too easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. So, um, 
I think when we to wrap this whole thing up, you know, however you come out, whether you choose to come out or not, and however you do it, um, it's completely up to you. And if you know you are someone that is wanting to make that step and wanting to make that leap, which we all know is not easy, it is not. Um, rethink if you need to do it. Is it, ne- is right. it, a is ne- it necessary? Is it necessary? Um, and you know, if it is important to certain people in your life, which we all get, um, I hope, and I'm and sending you good vibes and positivity all along the way to help you find that strength. So, all right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will have our signature segment, fizz or flat. We'll be right back. And we are back. Okay. Um, yes, we are back, and it is time for Fizz or Flat. Ooh. Um, but someone else is back, and I want to get into that. We are back, and so is Adele, baby. Okay. Ooh, yeah, it's me. All right. <laughs> so the the thirty three year old singer is now making waves. She's thirty three. Um, she's thirty three years wow, old. I forgot. And she, was my age. she is doing big things, baby. So first off, she was in British Vogue, looking amazing. She um, does. And Ooh, so. Yeah, so I mean, baby girl is slim, trim. I mean, she looks good and the way she was in uh, the last album, but like here, she just—I think she seems much more confident. Yeah, and it's changed her look up. She's given me a lot of. She's given me a lot of great looks. The blue. Um, so there's a couple. There's a couple looks that really I was feeling the blue dress where she's giving body, 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 and fashion. Um, I like couture. the blazer look. That she has with the collar popped out, the striped collar. Yeah, I'm loving it. So um, she's talking about brand new music oh, wow. that she's going to be releasing. And so her new single, Easy On Me, is coming out October 15th. So at yes. the end of this week. Um, and, you know, she's doing her little plugs and things on Instagram. I'm ready for it. This is what we call black, promotion. And it's in black and white. You know, we love her in a good black. She has this thing about black and white videos. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's has like you know, it's, but it works. I feel like since someone like you, yeah, they've been like she's been you know kind of doing that. But no, I'm I'm here for it. I'm excited. You know, I I would love to see her do something with Yeba. I think that would be really cool. Oh, that if those two got together. Um, yeah. but this is definitely a fizz for me. It's a fizz. I am for me. loving it. It's a it's a fizz. Um. Okay. Well, speaking of Vogue, head on over to. That other article link and let's talk about Paris Fashion Week and Cardi B, Bella Catrice, uh, Okay, so Baby Girl said she I'm going to looks. give you. Baby Girl said I'm going to give you looks. I'm going to pull them out. Like these are good. These are real so so good. So there are a couple that I'm like, all right. What's, wait, what's your favorites? <laughs> give me your favorites. Okay. Um. Let's see. So the. I don't know what this is, but the like, the it's like the trench coat, the magazine trench coat look uh-huh. with the black, with the black like, it's kind of like, gives me like Edna Mode almost, yeah. <laughs> but I love it. It looks great. I think okay. that, I think that's my favorite. Oh, really? Yeah. That's what I'm going to. My favorite is the one where she's in the black and the beret and the tiger skirt. Okay. And the stocking coming up. That. That's that's it. That's the We're one. Giving, okay. That's the one right there. She looks great in that. Now she's yeah she's doing it. Um, I think at this point you got to come. You have to come correct now because the competition is getting tight. Yeah. Um, for these like yeah. the the ladies are doing for it for fashion. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I'm saying that the other girls are not doing their thing, but they're not doing it like this. Yeah. She um, has stepped it up. Step, step, stepped it up. What? How yeah. do we feel about the kind of like Hello Dolly inspired look? That like red dress with yeah. the feathers, like yeah. yeah. I think that's very cute. I think the one that's funny is the all green look. The green <laughs> look that people were uh, comparing to Will Smith's uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode. Yeah, that was that was the, the green look is the one that's the funniest. Yeah, but me. overall, I give it a fizz. Yeah, total fizz, total fizz for me as well. Okay, well. Things are heating up over in Housewives land, as we've already talked about. You know, Andy and the team have been keeping their names in the mouths yes. um, of all. And hit waves this week, made huge waves with the announcement that 
Nicki Minaj is actually going to be hosting or doing, doing, a, some well, part doing something the of the Potomac yeah. reunion, yeah. which I'm really excited about. Yeah, she looked um, great. And so, great. you know, they showed a photo of Andy and Nicki uh, on the set of the Potomac reunion and posted it on Instagram, which to me was a huge surprise because yeah. I think for myself, I feel like people kind of joke and say these things sometimes, but it really never actually comes to fruition yeah you know the the money's not right or the, the, or the scheduling timing. or the something yeah. you know but yeah. the fact that they were actually able to make it happen i think is really cool and it's going to be really good for the franchise oh, i think this will probably get them their highest rated reunion numbers for sure so Absolutely. i mean i can i can only guess what she is going to be saying to these women See, now i gotta get caught up she's going to be getting giselle together karen together Rock. I mean the entire cast, and so I'm excited. I like I said, I think they are be they every mo- every day they're inching closer and closer to that Atlanta spot. Yeah, um, which is yeah. good. I mean, you know, I guess I, mean, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I, I'm really excited about this total fizz for me. Yeah, that's a fizz as well. Perfect. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about California. And all of the legislation and things that are happening there. Um, and so it was announced uh, to, uh, well, not today, but earlier this week mm-hmm. um, in terms of the episode that California is going to be the first state to ban non-consensual condom removal, um, which I think is like interesting, but like really, um, like really great. Mm-hmm. Um California is doing a lot of different things that lately have kind of come up in the news. And so, like, the free, like, tampons and stuff like right. that for um, schools and stuff. Right. The, um, the the sentencing for non-criminal drug offenses. They're, they're really doing so. Gavin Newsom is not playing with y'all. I, I just, I'm trying to picture, so, if you ba- they're banning non-consensual condom removal. How do you... I mean, that's essentially rape, though, isn't it? Um, I mean, in some, yeah, in some cases, because you are now, you're not having the type of sex that we have agreed on. And this is, you know, and without me knowing, yeah, without me knowing under, you know, I I do not have the knowledge that you are removing the condom. Right. Um, And so it's, I think for that, it's going, it's going to, they're going to find a way to be, I mean, there's women that could, I'm sure could Mm -hmm. make cases and share exactly what the experience was and what happened possibly because of it. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, you know, okay. uh, it's interesting, I think, in the sense that how, like, the logistics and how you can actually prove it right. in the court is going to be, like, I feel like that that is going to be interesting and, to see how that changing. kind of falls out. Yeah, but so. overall, I'm just, it's really interesting to see all of this stuff happening with California. And I don't know if it, it clearly has something to do with the recent, you know, elections and right. things that happened over there. But it's, I mean, whatever's going on is making the change for the better, it seems. And so, huge yeah. fist to that. I want to look. I want to look at some more into that. I, yeah, I'm gonna get that. Look into it. Well. It's like no, it's it's because they're also doing some more of that. Um, yeah. requiring like ethnic studies in school mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, check it out. Yeah. There's an um, article on NPR that talks a little bit about I it. See, yeah, but yeah. yeah okay. I mean, really check it out because it's um it's interesting stuff. Cool. Um, okay, you got one more thing too, right? I have one more. So my obsession now, I feel oh, yeah. like for the rest of the, um, at least for the month of uh, October, is going to be RuPaul's brand new song that was released, <laughs> Blame It on the Edit. Yeah. Um, for, let me say this. <laughs> I knew something, now that I think about it, we should have known something was on the way about how much they were letting Ru control um, his yes. own social media. Yeah, Ruja had just been doing like all of these like videos lately, and it's kind of like, wait, what's happening? What's what's going on? And then we start to see um, teases of this brand new song that uh, RuPaul released. And so, "Blame It on the Edit" is a song to me, basically dissing all of those drag race queens who have come for years now and said that they, they were edited edit. to look that way, or that's yeah. not how things happen. Or they, you know, they wanted to build a show around this kind of thing of making me a villain. Ru, Mama Ru was saying basically, baby, no. That's you and you did it. You said um, it. There's so many moments of this song. Yeah. And the song is a bop. 
Uh, yes, when I heard it, I was like, oh, go off. Go, the song go off, is bro. a full bop. <laughs> I mean, there's just so many pieces to it. Um, as far as the lyrics, I want to read some of them to you right Please. now. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. So she starts out, all these shows around the world and everywhere we go, you'll never meet another bitch as saucy as these hoes. <laughs> she want to blame it on the edit. Blame it on the edit. You the one who said it. Gone take the credit, bitch. You the one who said it. Blame it on the edit. How you gonna regret it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> say, you know, she makes inferences to people lying on her production crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is my favorite part of the song. Baby, nice to know if they throw you a bone. You the type to come back with an attitude. I ain't your enemy. Keep that same energy. You the only one trying to sabotage you. Mm-hmm. That was when yeah. I heard that, I fell out. Yeah. It was done. I was like, okay, she really is. She's had it. She's had it with the girls coming on for years and years saying, oh no, uh, this Rue was Rue said this, or that the show made me do this. Oh. I, I, the what is so cool about the song too, and what <laughs> makes it really about is how conversational it is. Yeah. Because now that I'm reading these lyrics out loud, it's like, like you, she's literally had these conversations as as she's heard people say stuff on podcasts, on interviews. She's literally having these conversations yeah. with the television, with the phone, wherever <laughs> she's. She's like, absolutely not. She was like, I'm not studying you. I got my own business. Who got time for these disgruntled chickens? chickens. Yes. Uh, I said, oh my, she is tired. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't forget. Rue is an artist, so she sounds, I mean, obviously it's auto-tune, but like, she knows how to, uh, she said, these bitches playing. Do a song. Ain't nothing scripted. What they saying? Bitch, what you saying? <laughs> Go I, off. I am so, I, I love this. And I love the little vibe to it. It's got a little yeah, vibe to it. I'm going to be playing it. So if you haven't heard it, please go check it out. Um, Rue Such did a little, Rue did a little uh, question, I guess, on uh, his Instagram. It was like, they, I think they were talking about the concept of the album. He was like, uh, but basically the concept of the album is that Mama Rue is letting these bitches know who's running <laughs> things. That's the concept of the album. And I'm like, yes, my, go off, go off. <laughs> So no, it's it's a total fizz for me. I'm in love with this. Ah uh, yeah, it's a fizz. Yeah, say what you want, but it's a total fizz. Bitch, what you saying? <laughs> yeah, you said it. Uh, you gonna regret it, bitch. All right, so let's wrap this show up. Yes. What are your final thoughts? What are you leaving with? Mm, well, I mean, you know, it's always fun to reflect on when we call it coming out, but when you decide to be your true, authentic self, and you know, when you when you feel like you've had enough pretending, you know, and enough yeah. that you you understand that your sanity is more important than what everybody else thinks yeah. of you. And so I think it's always fun to reflect on that and to see how far you've come and see how far you've got to go and your growth and all of that. And so that's kind of what I'm leaving with this episode. <laughs> I think for me, I'm taking away the fact that um, whether it's calculated or not, People really do be jumping the hell out there. Uh, Sage still, yeah. get your shit together. You don't have to do all of this. You have enough talent to be able to, you know, mm. let, get some time around yourself. Put some time into it. Continue the fight. I think it's you don't have late. to do all of this to try to, you know, create some buzz. Um, and Miss Barbara, <laughs> Barbara, Barbara Corcoran, <laughs> when, next time you want to make a comment, <laughs> don't. Stop trying to just be in it. You should have just, just sat there and ate your there. food. Right. You should have sat there and just ate your food. Don't be coming into big girl's business. Oh, my God. Okay? As a fellow big girl myself, don't do not <laughs> jump into stuff that has nothing to do with you. Okay? Are you good? Chad, that pissed me. I'm, I'm pissed off for whooping. <laughs> and that was so, that's what was great. Okay, we have to end the show. We've got to go. That's what was great is that everybody was pissed off for her. Even yeah. and that's why Anna came back and was like, "I got you, I got you. Sit tight, I now, got you." Barbara's gonna go and apologize and try to blame it on the edit. Now, yeah. now let's get out of here. Let's go. Okay, you can find me on Instagram yes. at Trenton Rashad and on Twitter at the same. And then you can find the Cold Pop um, Instagram at Cold Pop Show. You can also find us on Twitter. Um, check us out on YouTube, Cold Pop Podcast. We have lots of great content up there. Check us out. Give us some comments. Give us some likes. You know how to do it. 
Um, and you can find me on all the socials at Marcus Drew Steele with an E on the end. We should think about doing some TikToks. Maybe dabble in our next season or so some cold pot TikToks. Maybe that can be our thing. That can be our shtick. I don't know. Let's think of what do y'all think? What do y'all think? I think we might be not bad at it. We'll see. I don't know. Well. Alright, well let's get out of here. He done got creative all of a sudden. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Okay. She won't up, blame it on that edit. Blame it on that edit. She won't up, blame it on that edit.